Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom-designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Hey there, my beautiful friend. I want to welcome you to your last full week of August 2022. I know summer has just flown by, but you know what? Let's savor these last few days of this month. We've only got one full week and then just a couple days next week, and we're into September already. But you know what? It's okay. The seasons change in our lives and the seasons literally change in our world too. So it's just part of the plan. It all flows together. I'm just so happy to have you listening today because I've got a devotional that is going to break some chains today. It's also likely going to ruffle some feathers and make some waves, but y'all know that's the way we like to do things around here. So thank you so much for hitting play. Trust me, you're in the right place at the right time. God wants you to hear this one because girl, someone out there tuning in right now needs this message and they need to hear it loud and clear. So let's get this one started, okay? I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Set Me Free. When does too much of a good thing become, well, not such a good thing? When does just enough become too much? When does it go from appropriate to, whoa, Nelly, you've gone too far? When it comes to our personal rights, liberties, and freedoms, is it possible to go too far? Have we taken some of our individual rights and liberties way across the proverbial boundary line? Have we lost sight and lost focus on what's really important at times? Or are we solely focusing now on what we want and how we want it? Because gosh dang it, girl, don't you have the right? Now, I'm not one to go on about politics or law or progressive movements, etc. on this podcast. It's just not the place for it. And it's going to continue to hold true to that today because today we're going to just keep things on a personal and individual level. And we're going to zoom on in into our own behaviors, our own actions and habits, and start to identify why we make some of the choices that we do, because really that's all we can control. But I also want to give you a few questions that you can ask yourself to ensure that the choices you make always keep you on track and most importantly, with a clear conscience. Because let's be real, if what you have the right, like quote unquote, right to do has led you to some behaviors that are causing you to lose sleep at night, then ironically, 
you're not really free at all. So let's ask ourselves this. Can you really be trapped by personal freedom? I mean, isn't having the freedom to do whatever the heck you want a good thing? Isn't this what we've been striving for for centuries? Isn't that what we fought for in almost every country on the face of the planet for rights and freedom and our individual right? Well, what about when you elevate personal freedoms over everything else and at the expense of others? What about when doing what you want and feel like takes away from others and goes against what Jesus wants of you? What about when your desires are not in alignment with what God desires for you? Are you really free when you choosing to do what you want actually makes you a captive caught in the snares of the enemy? Are we sometimes guilty of living in a way that makes us feel free in the moment, but really is just putting us in position for long-term bondage? Do you sometimes choose sinful options because they are just too tempting in the moment? Yeah, of course, my friend, you're not the only one. We've all done it and we all continually make choices that do just that. It's called human nature. But could there be a better way? Is there an option that we can choose to help us make better choices that leave us feeling good long term, but also leave people around us feeling good as well? Is there an option that frees us from focusing solely on our individual freedoms and our individual rights and doing what we feel entitled to do? An option that allows us to make choices that will allow us to experience real freedom, freedom from hurting others, freedom from guilt, freedom from shame. You bet your butt there is. Listen to this verse from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. But I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. And a little further on in this chapter, in verse 31, it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. My friend, those eight words, do it all for the glory of God, are going to become your lighthouse in regards to ensuring you make the choices and decisions that will keep you on the path he is taking you on. When it comes to doing what is right, here's a major difference. The world teaches us to ask, what do I feel like? What do I want? What am I entitled to? What is going to benefit me and bring me glory? While Jesus teaches us to ask, what is the right thing to do? What does God want me to do? What is going to benefit others while bringing glory to him, to God? The same type of questions, just through a different lens, taking the focus off of you and putting it onto Christ. When we aim in life to shine the spotlight on Christ rather than on ourselves, we can be certain we will make the right choices. I want you to think about some of the heated conversations or debates or social media battles that you have been part of or witness to. I want you to think about some of the words that 
have been spoken or typed in those disputes. And I want you to think about when you or someone else you've seen has spoken their mind about a topic and how it should be and what is their right in their opinion, or whatever, whatever the conversation is. I want you to ask yourself in that conversation, was the focus to express personal liberties and argue what someone was entitled to? Or was the focus to bring glory to God? We've all been on the receiving end of a keyboard warrior or a road rager or a protester who has the right to demonstrate their passion for a cause. But ironically, sometimes they're spewing hateful words and angry actions onto others. And maybe that has been us at times, right? Like being that good Christian on Sunday, but then flipping someone the bird in traffic on Wednesday, or praising Jesus at the dinner table during grace, but then using his name in vain in a heated social media post when someone gets you all fired up. None of which brings glory to he who died to give us true and lasting freedom. Now, I want you to ask, what if the primary focus were simply to bring glory to God? No matter what the topic, no matter if there are differing opinions, views, or mindsets, would the outcome be different? Would someone walk away with feelings that were less hurt or battle wounds a little less deep? You see, there are always going to be differing opinions and views and mindsets and thoughts. That's just human nature. That's how the world is. And our job, our role is not to change people's minds per se. It's it's not to get somebody to come onto your side or agree with you in every way. It's to bring glory to God in whatever conversation comes up, even if you don't agree to show the love of Christ no matter what. And it's so challenging to do, but it's what we're called to do. You see, our role here is not to use our freedoms, words, and actions to make people more like us or to force others to agree with us. Our role here is to use our words and actions to bring glory to God so that others can witness what it looks like to follow Christ and live in a way that honors him. Our role is to leave others knowing Jesus a little better through our behaviors that we choose to model. They might not know him on any other level than to see our modeling of his ways. What behaviors are you modeling, my sister? Going back to our verse, when Paul wrote these words in a letter to the early church in Corinth, it was to direct and correct them and guide them towards a better way of living. You see, at the time, many Christians were simply doing whatever it is they wanted, and they used God's grace as a way to right their intentional wrongs, to kind of mop up their messes per se. Many people knew what they were doing was wrong, but it was what they wanted to do, and what they felt like doing. They felt entitled to do, and what they were free to do. The big problem was with that then, and the big problem that continues with that today, is that as Christians, we have a responsibility to model what is truly right, not because God wants to take all our fun away from us and rob us of our individual rights, but because we are called to be an example for others. We're called to be that beacon, that light for others to see. Simply put, other humans are watching us and how we live 
in Christ, how we live out our faith. Non-believers are watching us and what we do and how we live. Other Christians are watching us and what we do and how we live. And God himself is watching us and what we do and how we live, my friend. So let's be real. It's not always easy to make the right choices. So how do we know what to choose? Well, Paul reminded his church and his words still remind us today to do it all for the glory of God. Remember, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So how about some practical questions that you can jot down today? You can put them in your phone or whatever that can become some guideposts, some lighthouses, some beacons for when you're deciding on what to choose. And this is for when your individual rights kind of come into conflict sometimes with perhaps what is the right thing for you to do in the moment. All right. Number one, first and foremost, does this decision honor God? Number two, is this choice full of integrity? Is my character compromised by it? Number three, will others see his character shining throughout the outcome? Number four, Will the decision that I make draw someone closer to God or push them away from him? This is how we live in a way that honors God. These are the questions that set us free from the snares of the enemy. Focusing on bringing glory to God can be applied to every area of life and will ensure your conscience is clear no matter what decisions you are making. Whatever you do, the core desire should be to love God and love others, and make decisions that exemplify that love, that show it off. So whether it's family, relationships, business, finances, recreation, education, we can honor Him and be a beacon of light to those around us. When we are hateful and angry and bitter and raging, whether it's online, in person, or on the highway, or in a protest, We are in that moment trapped in what the enemy is hoping we will get all tangled up in, using rights and personal freedoms to mask qualities in us that never, ever came from God. Trust me, girl, Satan loves when he sees people choosing sin and conflict and judgment and calling it freedom. He wants people to fight and clash and tear others down and think they are exercising their personal rights. It's how he keeps people captive while still believing that they are free. The outcomes of our actions always go beyond just ourselves. Every choice we make impacts more than just us. So when we choose to give glory to God through our choices, then my sister, we can be sure that the ripple effect is going to have a positive effect on not only us, but on others as well. This is how we are set free and avoid the traps that the enemy sets for us each and every day. He's looking for us to turn inwards and make selfish choices. He doesn't want us to turn outwards and see how what we do in this moment not only affects ourselves, but others as well. Satan is trying to keep you thinking about your rights and liberties at the expense of others. He wants you to believe that if it feels good, it's meant for you to do. However, what if it feels good to you, but hurts someone else? 
On the contrary, God is wanting you to express your rights and liberties that build other people up and allow you and those around you to feel his peace, hope, and love. And that, my friend, is what will set you free today. Come on, let's take a moment to pray over this one, because I told you it was going to be a powerful one, and we need God working all up in this today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this day of life today. And Lord, please remind us today that this is a day that we can use in so many ways to bring you glory. And we have opportunities continually to bring glory to your name. And we also have a whole slew, a buffet every day of choices that we can make and options that we can take that either affect us positively and also ripple effect, affect others positively, or are things that we choose to do right now because they feel good to us or they seem good to us, but that really in the end ripple effect and hurt other people. Lord, please just help us to be mindful and to make those choices that are really going to help us, but also empower others and to bring peace and comfort and love and show your peace and comfort and love to others. And Lord, we just ask for your blessing over all of our listeners today. We know we've got ears in countries all around the world, Lord, and I ask that every family member or friend attached to that person in their circle is blessed by you today, is helped and comforted by you, and just sees your love, feels your peace, and gets to know you more today. Lord, we ask that the words of this devotional go far and wide, hit the ears of whoever needs to hear it, Lord. We're just so grateful that we get to do your work right here, boots on the ground today. We're here, we're available. We want to bring you glory today. In the name of Jesus, amen. My dear, God just kept giving me little pieces, little lines to put, just things that at the time I was thinking, oh, okay, this might stir some things up a little bit, but I just had to listen to what uh, the promptings were in my heart. So I don't know if this was meant for you per se, but somebody else out there needed to hear this. And you know what? I know that it's hitting them in exactly the way they needed to hear. And I'm grateful for that today. So I'm going to set you free. I'll be back here next Tuesday. I wish you all of God's blessings today. From my heart to yours. Bye for now. (laughs) 